Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to August and welcome to another Monday Morning Motivation with John O'Leary. As you know by now, I record these to start your week on fire and in awe with a burst of inspiration. Well, looking for that burst myself, I was going back through some articles I've written over the previous several years, and I found one in the midst of the heated debates taking place way back in 2016. There were candidates on both sides of the aisle belittling one another, belittling the other side, making a mockery, I think, of what they were moving toward as we moved and marched and guided ourselves toward the November election. And so I wrote an article, kind of a commentary on what the political season looked like way back in 2016. And in reading these words just yesterday, it reminded me also of how generally our mood is right now. And so I wanted to share with you this article. I think it played appropriately back in 2016, and I think it lives accurately even right now. The name of the article is The Toxic Blame Game, or as I called it in parentheses to myself, The Death of Powerlessness. So why all of us, from presidential candidates to the rest of us, need greater accountability so my friends, as you uh, listen to these words this morning, I want you to be reminded that these were written back in 2016, and yet I think they still bear weight and truth in your life in early August 2020 in the midst of a recession in the spread of COVID-19 and all the challenges we face individually, relationally, politically, socially in the United States and beyond. So let's begin these this article today. Let's begin this Monday morning motivation today with the words of an incredible survivor. His name is Victor Frankel. And Frankel says this, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. And here it is. The overarching narrative this political season is about American anger. The 2016 race is already historic thanks to the frequently belligerent tone and the unpredicted surge of populist candidates who are winning primaries and caucuses around the country. Talking heads suggest the irate voters are helping drive the rancor and rejections of the status quo. Many of those pundits tell us that people are mad because they're tired of feeling like powerless victims of Washington insiders and sick of feeling like powerless victims to the wealthy elites who ignore or even actively work against the best interest of regular folks. As a dad, as a husband, a business owner, and a happily regular guy, I understand the frustration. But I do take issue with the idea of powerlessness. What would the 2016 presidential election be like if the phrase, it's not my fault, it's not my fault, was erased from our collective vocabulary? What if politicians started not only claiming responsibility for their own mistakes or for current circumstances, but also offered specific viable steps on what to do next? Perhaps even more importantly, what if we, the ordinary citizens, began not only claiming responsibility for our mistakes and for our circumstances, but also offered specific viable steps on what we were willing to do next in order to correct them? It's significantly easier to point fingers outward, yelling about the flaws within others or the collective brokenness of an entire system 
than to own mistakes made, commit to deliberately doing better, and celebrate the profound opportunity before us each and every day. In other words, it's easier to be powerless victims to circumstances than empowered victors with solutions. But we have the freedom to shift our mindset, alter the current conversation, and embrace the opportunity before us. It's a choice, and it's a choice we must own. Of course, we can't control everything that happens to and around us. Industries do change, and jobs are lost. Relationships do erode and occasionally crumble. Children make decisions that confound or even utterly terrify us. Economic recessions hit, natural disasters strike, and sweeping change continues leaving us feel utterly lost. And yet, even still, we are not powerless. Choosing to hold ourselves accountable ignites possibility and liberates us from helplessness. When we hold ourselves accountable, we are free to stop fixating on the things we cannot change, to begin fighting hard for what we can make better, and to fully appreciate every moment in our lives. I learned this the hard way. When I was just a kid, I suffered burns over 100% of my body after I blew myself up in the family's garage. I was not expected to survive that day in the emergency room, lying in a hospital bed in searing pain and terrified. I turned to my mom for comfort. She had always been there for me, and I knew that she would make this okay too. So I asked her, Mom, am I going to die? The way my mom responded changed everything. She gently took my hand, she stared into my eyes, and she replied, John, Do you want to die? It's your choice. It's not mine. My choice. How could she respond with such a vicious, hateful question? Where was the love? Where was her hope? Where was the help? It turned out, though, that her question was a turning point in my life. My mother gave me a life-changing gift that day. She taught me that when life changes... We can either waste our time yearning for what we've lost and wait for someone else to make it better, or we can own the life we have and the possibility within it going forward. I remember answering that I did not want to die, Mom. I wanted to live. And with that, my mom responded, then John, look at me, baby. You are going to have to fight like you've never fought before. You're going to have to take the hand of God and walk the journey with him. But John, listen. You're going to have to fight. Her fearless question and my subsequent decision to fight got me through five months in the hospital, years of recovery, and into a life eventually ripe with possibility. Powerlessness fades when we embrace the brilliance, the miracle, and the influence within our attitude, within our decisions, and within our lives. It's imperative to understand that every single day, we all choose to either vibrantly live or to passively die. When we choose life, we embrace gratitude and abandon entitlement. All the energy that we otherwise would spend angrily yelling outward or staring bleakly inward is channeled towards celebrating what we already have and then striving to make it even better. So back to the political season. What we truly need is not so much a new election or better candidates, 
but a populace boldly proclaiming and actually living a declaration put forward almost 230 years ago. An announcement of true power reminding us that still we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit, the fight, and the ultimate victory does not begin on election day in November or in Washington, D.C., but it commences today and within your own life right now. Well, my friends, I wrote that article four years ago, and I think it's one uh, I needed to be reminded of today, but perhaps you do as well. It's the, the gift of choosing your mindset in any given set of circumstances, choosing our way forward. It turns out that powerlessness fades when we embrace the brilliance, the miracle, and the influence within our attitude, within our decisions, and within our lives. My friends, in spite of plenty of negative headlines and challenges that we all face, I remain as convinced today as ever before that our best days remain ahead. So my friends, fight on peacefully, but fight on. Reach across the aisle. Keep meeting friends that uh, may look, worship, act, vote differently than you do in a culture that loves to cancel people out who act and worship and vote and think differently. Choose to ask questions. Choose to embrace. Choose to bring them closer from a six-foot distance, but choose to listen, not to judge and not to respond, but because we want to grow and become far better versions of ourselves together. What a gift it is to grow in that way this week, my friends. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary, and this remains your day. Live in awe, live on fire, and live inspired.